Welcome back, everyday business leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for today's show, coming to you from JP the Geek Studio right here in Greenwood. I'm thrilled to have you with us today. It's a new year, and we're kicking off with some amazing business leaders who are celebrating unbelievable growth in our community. So we're defining the way we think and grow, especially today. Stay tuned. We're going to talk to Joe D. Curtis from Purple Inc. right now. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited that you are here in our studio. I have been connected to you for a long time right. on social media, and then we did some other things, and then we had to get reconnected, and COVID happened. <laughs> right, right. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. This is really fun. I have a lot to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> we, um, we parallel in so much in thriving and speaking and training and coaching and building businesses here in Indiana. You are the founder of Purple Inc. with mm-hmm. Christine Burroughs. And I want to go back. I, I picked up your new book, which I love. Highly recommend, by the way, if you don't have it, Joy Powered Networking, and you need to get this. Um, but in the front, I didn't know that you guys met at a kickball game. <laughs> <laughs> Doing kickball for your kids. Talk to me about the the basic part of networking, right? It goes back to just doing things that you love. Right. And showing up for people. Right. And then magic happens. Exactly. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why we wrote the book is because so many people have told us over the years how they hate to network. And so we wanted to give people a different view on what we saw networking as. And I think there's this thought that networking means going into a room full of 100 people when you don't know anyone in the room, right? Mm -hmm. And that can be a part of networking, but it doesn't have to be, right? I've, I've made so many friends and so many business acquaintances and partners and employees from doing things like playing kickball um, for our kids' school, which was a way that we got connected initially and kind of hit it off. And um, that's, gosh, I forget even how many years ago that's been, but more than 10 years. So Wow. And that starts the relationship, right? Right. And a lot of people I have been talking Mm -hmm. to, you know, this extrovert, introvert things coming up, A, for mental health and because of COVID. Right. And people are saying, I don't know how to get back out and do things normally because they're still scared. Some of them. Right. They have health concerns. Am I going to be networking the right way to protect myself? Right. And. And Zoom, we're over it, right? Yes. <laughs> we're over Zoom. Yes. That's why I love doing this live here with you. <laughs> uh, but people are trying to think of creative ways to connect at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So um, your book talks through a lot of just basic things, mm-hmm. basic things. I want to get my John Maxwell daily reader out real quick because oh. today is is the second of the year. So it's January 2nd. So, you know, you guys, John Maxwell. Um, but there were things in here that caught my attention today. And I thought, oh, of course, Jody's coming in. <laughs> so this is what it talks about with communication skills. So the three things that it wants us to remember all the time. So we're networking is be consistent with our communication, right? be clear with our communication, and be courteous. Oh, I like it. How easy is that, right? Right. Hard to do easy to say, 
But there are things that get in our way when right. we think about being clear and being courteous and being consistent. Right. Um, but you talk about those same things in your book. Mm-hmm. So what do you um, what inspired you the most to write this? Yeah, I well, besides that, you know, so many people told us they didn't um, like it. A lot of people just don't do it. Mm -hmm. And we find that out many times through recruiting, right? Or or career coaching that we're doing and we're asking people, you know, do you have a network? Can you share your employment status with your network? And so many people say, you know, I really have stopped networking for Mm -hmm. the last X number of years while at this job, or I just became friends with the people I worked with, and now I don't work there anymore, so I don't see them like I did before. And so they are thinking of, oh, I'm going to have to do all these horrible things to build my network again, Mm -hmm. when we can encourage them to figure out really, and all, this was our fifth joy-powered book. And in all of them, we talk about that joy-powered means different things to different people, Mm -hmm. right? What brings me joy in my work, in my family, in my team, in my organization might be very different than what brings you joy Mm -hmm. in those. So we're not, we didn't write the book to tell people This is how you have to network. We wrote it to say, these are all the different ways Mm -hmm. that you can network. Find which one brings you joy and do more of that. Mm -hmm. And that could be one-on-one conversations. It could be it could start by connecting with people on LinkedIn, right? It um it we can all do our own thing. Mm -hmm. We can be involved in in the community or in our churches or in our kids' schools or, you know, I've made many a friend over the years from sitting at a soccer game (laughs) that my kids were playing in, right? Mm -hmm. So it just comes in all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about LinkedIn for a moment. Yeah. Because that has changed. They've changed the platform. They've changed. We're passionate about training and coaching. And that shows up now as you can put a, a series, right? You can put a learning series on there. Right. But people used to go to LinkedIn, and if they were found on there, their employers would say, you're looking for another job. Right. right? <laughs> so talk to me. The mindset shift yes. is really important for people that are still not real comfortable getting on social media or a platform that gives them the opportunity to network. Right. What do you think the best techniques or the best tips to kind of jump in into social media to do networking. Right, right. Well, I think it's sharing some thought leadership, number one, that people want to hear what are you doing or what are you working on? And it doesn't have to be super significant, right? It's all about the little things that we do every day or even sharing mistakes Mm -hmm. that we've made, but what we learned from them. Um, But if people are hesitant to to do that, even just following other people who do, right? And using it as a learning tool Mm -hmm. to learn from other people and, and 
understand what they're doing Mm -hmm. for their careers or their businesses or, you know, any of those things. It inspires you, doesn't it? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I think until you build that trust with people trying to just show up on other people's posts or have an actual and intelligent conversation with right, them. Right, right. But I learned you have a new grandbaby from LinkedIn. That's right. <laughs> well, that was important. Yeah. <laughs> but those are things that people go, I shouldn't be sharing that because that's personal or my dog is at the vet, right? Those are the things that people really love to know about. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So you were just in Sweden. I was. <laughs> visiting your family. Yes. So talk to me about international travel. What's that like now, you know, past COVID? How safe did you feel over there? What was one thing that you can take away from that that journey that you just had? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, mostly it was all about my grandson. But I am very comfortable doing international travel and have done a fair amount of it for different reasons, mostly personal. Now I'm looking for more business opportunities where I could travel anywhere close to Sweden Mm -hmm. over there. But I tell you, even before I went to Sweden, I I was actually in Israel on October 5th. Oh, wow. Yes. So just before the attack. And um, it was amazing, really, how, you know, so many people have asked me if I felt safe there. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show you what can happen in just a day or um, 48 hours, right, to change the culture. Mm -hmm. Sweden, of course, is very safe. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, they're pretty, when you look at the map, they're pretty darn close to Russia Mm -hmm. (laughs) over there, too. Um, But I've always felt, I've been to Sweden many times and feel very safe Mm -hmm. over there. Mm -hmm. So so beautiful. Well, it's so fun to have that broader perspective, too. Yeah. Like you said, what you do, you can take that anywhere in the world. Right. Zoom kind of gave us that permission. Right. right? Oh, I can talk to somebody in Australia. I just have to get up at all hours of the day. Right. And yet now we're really thinking differently about how we do things. Yeah. That's what I really love about it. And right. and you've really proven this through this book. I love all of the, the different chapters here, but I wanted to touch on one thing that you talked about. Let me find it here. Oh, you touched on it with LinkedIn, but don't be afraid to be an expert. Yeah. So I think what I want you to share from your heart is what you've learned, because I know you're with the National Speakers Association, being able to kind of elevate yourself this last year, especially, and do the things um, that you are passionate about. Yeah. How do you get that confidence? Where does it like click? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, as we talked for just a minute before we started the podcast, that both of us have the Clifton strengths, strength of self-assurance. You have it in your top five and I have it in my top 10. And that's actually one of the least common strengths that there are. So It is somewhat unusual for both of us to have that, but I do think that's always been a part of who I am for the good and for the not so good, right? That sometimes I'm a bit 
overconfident (laughs) or come in very, um, very self-assured when maybe I really am not. But I am very thankful for that strength Mm -hmm. as there's not a whole lot that scares me Mm -hmm. really to tackle new challenges, to go into new countries, to travel by myself halfway around the world. Um, I, but, and, you know, specifically with the National Speakers Association, I got, um, earned, I should say, (laughs) my certified speaking professional, um, certification this summer, which was a long time. Um, I worked on that for many years Mm -hmm. and I applied a couple times to get it. So I got rejected twice, which made me want it even more. (laughs) Right. So I'm like, I'm not giving up on this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I just got better and better and better along the way because I wanted that certification so badly, but that had now has given me a new sense of confidence while speaking. Although I'm not sure if that's good either, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, should I just be more confident of what I'm doing, whether I'm certified or not? (laughs) But I think when we look for those opportunities where someone else can give us that credibility to say, hey, you're okay at this, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do this. It um, can't help but elevate our confidence. Well, and the the thing is, right, with your other strengths that you have in the what we would think strength finders, it's now Clifton strengths. But I want to talk about these because Mm -hmm. you also took the why. And so I am Y certified. I was actually the first affiliate Y coach in the United States. Oh, really? And so um, up until recently, I think uh, there's one other um, coach here in the Midwest. But because this really resonates with why you do what you do, Mm -hmm. right? When you talk about that self-assurance, and I want to dig more into that (laughs) with you. But um, your strengths in, um, in Clifton Strengths, the first one is maximizer. Yeah. So what I've seen you do in building your businesses with Christine and speaking and going after, right, that confidence that you have, it's because you maximize every moment. <laughs> Maximizing those moments. And then a ranger we also have together. So I right. want to talk about that positivity, obviously. I mean, look at you. <laughs> You're just a shining beam of sunshine. Oh, um, thank you. Strategic, right? Mm-hmm. That helps you become a great business owner. And futuristic. So what's yeah. next? Right. right. I love this. This kind of builds your life. Yes, it does. So I, a lot of people ask me what the why, too. So if I've taken this, I've, t- I've taken Clifton Strengths years ago with a company, what if I take it today? Will it be similar or the same or will it be different based on what I'm doing in my career? Yes. So um, it should be the same or very close. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a lot of people who've told me over the years, well, I took this five years ago or 10 years ago. And the first time I got my top five and the second time I got all my strengths and they may see that a couple of their top five are no longer in their top five. But when you get all 34, Mm -hmm. then you can see, yes, but those 
all of my top five before are still in my top 10, Mm -hmm. right? So it's very unlikely. You kind of arrange things, right? Right. Right. (laughs) It's very unlikely something in your top five is going to drop even into the teens, Mm -hmm. uh, but most likely will stay in your top 10. Now, sometimes in roles or in life or in volunteer activities, we use some of our strengths more frequently, more often, in different ways. They might stand out to us more than they did in a previous role. But the essence of who we are and what drives us, which is what um, your strengths represent, they don't change mm-hmm. over time. And I know that's so difficult for people to understand because people just literally hundreds of people who have told me over the years, but, well, I'm different now in mm-hmm. this job, or I'm, you know, I've gotten married, or I'm a, I'm a mother now, or I'm a spouse or a father, and life is different for me. Well, it might, there might be those things that are different on the surface, but it really doesn't drive. Um, uh, what drives us mm-hmm. is is still the same. Mm -hmm. Hi, this is Melanie Ake. When you visit everydayleaders.com, you'll find valuable resources to become a better leader in your life. Women's leadership programs, including Top Floor Women, our monthly networking events, corporate workshops, and strategic business coaching services. Discover classes and products to develop yourself, including our morning leadership devotionals. Don't forget, order one of my inspirational books, sign up for classes, or pick up some gear in the leader store. Listen to the Everyday Business Leaders podcast, apply to be a guest in our studio, or even sponsor your own commercial advertisement. Contact us today at everydayleaders.com. And that's what's the key, right? I think when you really care about this kind of behavioral assessments and discoveries, it's helping people realize that it's always been within them. Right. And once they unlock that potential that happens, it's unbelievable to say, if you own this, what can happen next? Right. Uh, Right. And so with what you're doing, I love the work that you're doing. And, you know, people say, oh, I've got the book or you can just go take it. But I think you really have to sit down with somebody that can break it down. Yes, it's very helpful to meet with a coach or someone who can help you think through that process. Mm -hmm. Talk about teams. What have you seen the value in working with teams and development, especially now? I hate to keep saying pre and post COVID, but that's really what it is today, right? Yeah, Yeah. Because everything's changed in businesses. You can't Mm -hmm. get anybody to show up for interviews. Right. But what if people, what are they embracing about this kind of um, an assessment or discovery? Are you encouraging the businesses that you work with? Like, hey, do these first, right? Yeah. Build your teams first, have the right people in the right seats, like Jim Collins always said, and make sure that you can really build from that core. Right. Um, Right. How has that changed some companies that you've worked with? Yeah, well, I'll even speak about my own company, Mm -hmm. Purple Inc., and knowing what our team's strengths are and um, the importance of understanding what other people's strengths are. I frequently use the example of my uh, marketing director has deliberative, which is 
really a way to um, look for the obstacles or what might go wrong or really think through some of those things that could happen. Well, I have positivity, so I'm always positive that it will all work out well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally. And I mean, you could tell that's not always good either because I don't ever look for those obstacles, right? And early on, she sometimes was so frustrating to me because all she would look for is what might go wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, now... I, I understand that about her. And I'll even go to her early on. Here's my idea. What might go wrong with us? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what could happen? What are some of those obstacles? So that I've begun planning for those from the very beginning instead of being surprised by them mm-hmm. when they happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's uh, one of my favorite strength stories, too, was uh, the very first person I hired on my team back in 2012 um, took the assessment, and I asked her to take the assessment and then call me the next day, and we would talk through it. And she said, Jody, I took it. These are my top five, but there's one that... I just don't think it's me. I don't see me at all. And that strength was restorative, which really restorative is like a problem solver. Mm -hmm. So it could be someone who's a psychiatrist, right, helping you work through problems. But it could be a maintenance man who's physically fixing problems, too. And I said, did you show the report to your husband? And she said, no. And I said, show it to Bill, and then call me back tomorrow, and we'll talk about it. So she called me again the next day, and she said, you are not going to believe what Bill said. Well, of course, I knew what he was going to say, or thought he was going to say, and but he said it even a little bit bolder than I thought. He said, I don't know about those other four, but you are totally restorative. And she said, what? Like, that's the one I didn't think was me. But he gave her then example after example after example of how she used that strength. And it was so natural Mm -hmm. for her to be restorative that she actually couldn't even see it. And herself. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's the things that other people see in us too, right? Right. When we're kids to say, who was that mentor or that person that said, oh, you can do this or try this. Right. Because they see that. Right. That's what I think I love about Strength Finders that's so unique Yeah. than other right. things that you could take. Now, a lot of people may know DISC, mm-hmm. right? So if they have DISC and they use the Strength Finders in collaboration with that to kind of help figure out how you do what you do. Right. Right. But this is kind of the motivating factors behind it. Right. I love those stories. Those are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, Matt, the whole premise of Strength Finders really is understanding what do you do best mm-hmm. and then doing more of it. Mm-hmm. Right? When we're doing what we do best, we're more likely to enjoy it. We're more likely to be engaged. We're more likely to be productive. We're more likely to tell other people about what we do and where we work. <laughs> and so it's a whole chain of things oh. that can happen. All right. So now I'm going to dive into the why. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because as you're talking, this just validates again, right, until you know But the Y Institute, they put together this discovery a few years ago. And so when I jumped on board, I was like, gosh, I met Simon Sinek in 2016. (gasps) You did. I did. (laughs) And it was like the highlight of my growth journey. I was working in corporate America and like, you know, traveling internationally. And in fact, here's the funny story. I got tickets to this Live to Lead event with Simon Sinek and I thought, but Joe, I have to be in Germany on Monday. Ah. <laughs> so we drove down to Atlanta, saw Simon, really just absorbed. He was doing the millennial conversation back in 2016. Yes. You know, and the golden circle. And so all of that, I thought, oh, I love this guy. Uh-huh. Well, when the Y Institute had this discovery process, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been inspired by Simon. I need to be a coach. So as I started to study this and knowing a little bit about Strength Finders and DISC, it started to make sense for people like you that are so proficient in breaking this down, mm-hmm. how all of this fits together. Yeah. So do you want to learn more? I do. <laughs> I do. So so your, your motive, your maximizer, your positivity, your futuristic, your arranger, and... Strategic. And strategic. Okay. So... 13.5% of the population is like you in the why. As far as your why is better way. Now, for coaches that are listening to this and they go, okay, so yeah, better way. But that this is significant because better way people are innovators. Uh. You, you find a way to do things better and you share it. Yeah. That's who you are, right? So the positivity, right. the maximize, the futuristic, the strategic, the arranger, like all of it makes sense for what drives you. So this is what they say in the Y Institute is what really makes up who you are. That's kind of your your whole package. Yeah. Now your how, so there's three parts to this. There's the why, the how, and the what. The how is challenge. So challenge means that you you believe things um, (laughs) are outside of the box, Mm -hmm. right? Not the status quo. Right. And it's my why. It's how I show up. So that self-assurance is it responds to that challenger in my why. Ah. The challenger for you and the how is because now you think outside of the box about the better ways. Yeah. Right. But you're always thinking like that deliberate person and the positivity is mm-hmm. come on <laughs> right <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you to where I am and then you learn okay I'm gonna meet her where she is and I'm gonna learn something from it right but we show up to challenge everything mm. now it'll drive my husband Joe nuts because his number one strength in strength finders is empathy <laughs> oh <laughs> and his why is trust and so we it's a great mix right because it's complete opposite right <laughs> so, like you really have to absorb other people's 
personalities and their discoveries because it's really how we get along in the world. Right. So right. Uh, unbelievable. But so you are better way challenge. But here's what I love about you the most is the what. The what is the action that people see in the world. And yours is simplify. Yeah. Yours is simplify. And why that's so important is because you can communicate clearly and it's so perfect for being in the National Speakers Association now <laughs> as a certified speaker, because once you got that way, like it's a better way, I'm going to challenge myself to do something different and yet make it a simple process. So bring it in with your five books now from Joy Powered, the family, right? right. <laughs> and keep it a simple theme. Yes. I love it. This just kind of put a bow on everything for what I already knew about you, yes. but also like I wanted to share that with you because there's a lot of work to be done to like blend these in together. Right. It's awesome. You know, it's interesting too, when I was taking the assessment, I felt like there were several questions about where I was answering things like looking for a better way. Mm -hmm. um, but I also had several questions about simplifying things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know I was going to come back with three things because in my mind I was kind of battling. So do I simplify <laughs> or do I look for better ways? And now you've just explained to me that I'm both. You're of both. Those. And so. that's how it builds, right? So yeah. if you're building any kind of an analysis system or questionnaire, we were talking before, you know, we could come up with 100 questions and go like, okay, these are the categories, these are the five things that you fit into. Yeah. Because we've done it so much. Yet when you start to take it, you're like, your brain starts to go, am I overanalyzing this? Yes. I just need to do it this way. Yes. But it's because you already know yourself. Right. So that you can grow yourself. Right. And that's, I think, the key that people need to, I hope, take away from this is if you really learn more and give yourself permission. Right. You can thrive in anything that you want to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love it. You know, the definition of maximizer is really about um, people with maximizers want to bring out the best or better in others or in other people or processes, mm -hmm. too, so that I am totally driven by making things better or wanting to make things better, mm -hmm. at least. But here's the thing, right? The simplify at the end, I think that's what gets it because I way overcomplicate things because my why is challenge ah. and my how is better way. Oh. <laughs> so I'm kind of the opposite of you, oh. but my what is make sense. Yeah. So I can sit there and go, this doesn't make sense to me, arrange it and make it unique and make it individual. However, the simplify is kind of down on my my train. Right. And so you just get into the tendency of like, who do you need on your team to really make you thrive? Yeah. Right? It's that person that just cuts through the red tape and says, no, don't keep thinking about it in a better way. Mm -hmm. Just do it this way and get yeah. it done. And, then, and so, right. But when you realize that you either have a lot of fear and anxiety over the things that you want to do or you figure out. What are my strengths, right? Mm -hmm. What are my strengths and how do I use them? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that too. I, that's really good. It's really fun, isn't it? Yeah. I want to encourage people. Now, I know in your book you have a link that people can go to and they can just kind of get the little um, 
the first paragraph or so about each of the strengths and right. strength finders. Right. So I want to put that link, if that's okay, to share that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we also want to talk about all the things that you guys are working on next. I know you have a webinar coming up, right? Right. It's on January 17th. And it really talks about the book and joy-powered networking, but specifically around how we can build healthy organizations Mm -hmm. because we network even just internally in our organizations, which is another way that we can network as well, too. Mm-hmm. So. And we forget that because I think in organizations, pre-COVID anyway, right? right? people felt so competitive, like you're on this team and you can only do it this way. And now yeah. people really have to collaborate together. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's really about, you know, we've known it didn't really say it aloud until the past three or four years as we talked more and more about um, diversity, equity, and inclusion on how bringing people together with different styles and different opinions and different backgrounds and experiences always lead to better answers, Mm -hmm. right? Better solutions. Mm -hmm. So Better solutions. All right, so one last thing before we go. I have a game that I'm playing. I went on vacation and, and I found this um, food for thought restaurant and it had all these famous quotes from all of these, you know, leaders, world leaders. Yeah. So I think it's fun if you will play with me. I will. We'll draw a card and like have your final thought, right? Yes. All right. So I will hand these over to you and you can just pick a card and we'll uh, have a little leadership lesson here at the end. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you want another one? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the question is, what is the most spectacular natural phenomenon you have seen? Oh, wow. So what my initial thought on this is I have so wanted to see the northern lights. And I've been to three different places in, well, really four different places, even just in the last couple of years, that all might have the Northern Lights. So Sweden, um, my youngest son lives in Montana. Mm -hmm. We just went to Banff, Canada, Mm -hmm. and we went to Iceland a couple years ago, and we missed it. You're almost there though, every right? time. Yeah, we and it would be like, oh, they had them the night before, but mm-hmm. not the night we went. So, but that doesn't answer this question because um, I didn't see the Northern Lights. So, what is the most spectacular natural phenomenon? I, you know, I don't know if this is specific to this question, but I mentioned earlier that I that I went to Israel um, on a pilgrimage, and it was so fascinating to me in the country of Israel, which we know for many, many years has had lots of troubles and lots of infighting around religion, but yet it's also was like a phenomenon to me that it is such a holy place 
for so many different kinds of religions that seem on the surface to be completely different, right? The Muslims, the Jews, the Christians, uh, the Armenians. Um, it, it's just such a melting pot of religious people who are going there for faithful reasons, but yet so different ones. Like, you know, for me, I think of it as the place where Jesus was born. And yet many of those religions don't believe in Jesus. Right? <laughs> so that's like a phenomenon. It's like a me. sacred place for, yeah. for your own reason. Right. right. And it's right. Probably, and so peaceful when you're there. And yet, as you're watching everything in the world, you go, it's all a mess. Like, why would right. you want it? It's so scary to be there. And right. yet you feel safe when you were there yeah so yeah 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 it is so, so. cool so cool jody this has been awesome <laughs> i really have enjoyed this thank and, you uh, i have too <laughs> we're gonna have to do so much more together in the year any closing thoughts for us just um for the audience what should we do next to be joy powered in our life yeah so i think Figuring out what you do best, whether that's, again, something in your organization, something with your family, something with networking, figure out what works for you. And sometimes you might have to try a lot of different things, right, mm -hmm. to figure that out and then keep doing it or do more of it or do it better, right? Yep. And it really is not that difficult if we can just figure out that thing. Be so. clear and be consistent, right? <laughs> right, right, right. That's you know, when you talked about the um, things that leaders have said, I do have a favorite quote I'd like to end on, which was um, said by Donald Clifton, who is the founder of the Clifton Strikes Movement. And he asked, what would happen if we focused on what is right with people versus fixating on what is wrong with them. Mm. So I think that can be such a powerful outward question, but I also encourage people to ask that about themselves, right? What would happen if I focused on what is right with me versus fixating on what is wrong with me? which we, we're hard on ourselves, mm -hmm. right? So fixate on what is right with you. You've heard it, heard it from the positivity coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a great message to go out on. And if you guys are watching this on the replay and it's not yet January 17th, get on the webinar because that'll be really, really great for people to learn a little bit more about what you do. Yes, thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, so... I hope you have enjoyed this show today. This has been amazing with Jody Curtis from Purple Inc. Uh, I hope you are inspired to grow and think differently because, gosh, we got a lot out of today as well. We learned a lot about each other. Remember, the journey of growth and innovation never ends, and it's our mission to bring you the best insights from our local community. So stay tuned for more episodes filled with wisdom, innovation, and inspiration. This is Melanie Ake signing off from JP the Geek Studio, where better IT service is just a call away. They say own it, secure it, and protect it. <laughs> Until next time. 
Don't forget, subscribe to our channel so you never, ever miss an episode. But you're going to have to turn those notifications on. This episode will be with you forever. So make sure to send a review to us if you liked what you heard. Everyday Leaders helps you to develop strategies to become a better leader in your life. And remember, it's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes the most impact. Thanks for joining and have a great new year. Oh, 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 oh,